and it's part of the way the devil tries to obscure the verities of the gospel, the dividend of the gospel. And it's deeply rooted in the word of God. Now, look at what the first thing of today communicates to us. From the book of Jeremiah, chapter 18, from verse 18 to 20. He said, They said, Come, let us make plots against Jeremiah. For the law shall not perish from the priests, nor counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophets. And that says, Come, let us strike him with the tongue, and let us not heed any of his words. When you go and look at this thing from the original Hebrew, what I trying to say here actually is that they know that the law shall not depart from the priest. The law is the word of God. Okay? The counsel of God will not depart from the wise. Nor the words that God releases to his prophets. But he said, let us let us let's say, come, let us strike them by their tongue. The way they present it in the original translation is that let us make them despise the word, the counsel of the Lord in their lives. We can't take away the word of God from them. But we can make them despise it. We can make them speak a different language. Jeremiah was able to pick this as a spiritual intelligence of what we're planning, to make the people of God start saying things that are not in consonance with the word God has given to them. Remember Jeremiah said, I think in Jeremiah 16, 15, he said, Oh Lord, I found your word. I devoured them. They became the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. It was because of his deep passion for the word of God. He was someone who reads the word, who meditates on the word, and allows his life to be shaped by the word all the time. He won't allow any thought flinch into his mind without it, first of all, being regulated by the word of God. Because he understood from his prophetic gift that God has given us a mindset, meaning that God has given us a way to think. We are not permitted to think the way we like. Don't just say, Father, the thought just came on. No! You have right to choose the thoughts that should go deep into your heart. You should allow fear enter. You should allow uh, pain enter. You should allow hurt enter your heart. No. Guard your heart. Hey, but Father, I don't know. This thing, even when you don't want it to come. Yes. That's the onslaught of the devil. And so Jeremiah was able to understood and understand this and was communicated to his own people. He said, they are coming to make you say things with your mouth. Let us come against them with their own tongue. So they can say things that are not in consonance with the word of God. In the book of Revelation chapter 12, down to 11, 12, it says, They have conquered him by what? The blood of the Lamb. Thank you to God, we have it here. And by what? So what is the words of your testimony? Every day, what, what you testify are all the negative things. All the things of this world. And before you testify those things from your mouth, the Bible says from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it means it has dominated your heart. And what dominates your heart rules your life. But Father, can't we just speak again? Yes, you can, you can speak, but you should not speak nonsense. 
is the hidden you know, uh, principle of the Christian faith that many Christians have abandoned. And the Bible says, Jesus was saying, by your words shall you be justified. By your words shall you be condemned. You and I know very well today. We only call something sin only when we see people you know, commit particular actions. But somebody can be saying all mass of trash in his life. Even the ones that are against himself he will say, no man, it's okay. What do you say every day? Everything you say, <laughs> every word you say, do you know, does not expire. Are you aware? Every word that comes out of your mouth is a spirit. You have, it releases an energy. And science says, energy can never be the, eh, created nor destroyed. You didn't destroy, you can't destroy it. He is hanging somewhere, waiting to manifest in your life because you are the origin of that energy. That is why when you come to Mass, you discover that the Mass, the press of the Mass is littered with heavy testimonies of Scripture. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit is all in Scripture. The Lord be with you, it's all in Scripture. Lift up your heart, it's all in Scripture. All the prayers of the Mass are all different parts of Scripture captured together. And then we bring them and we begin to release them as what? Attitude of what? Gratitude. We call it Eucharistia. Thanksgiving. Check very well. In your journey thus far, how much have you given to what you say every day? You confess darkness. And when darkness comes, you say, ah, why is it coming? You confess sickness. You confess weakness. You confess poverty. You confess sin. You confess all kinds of things every day. Check them, the percentage of the things that come out of your mouth every day. Which of them has the higher percentage? Is it the testimony of, of, of God or the testimony of the devil? And one of the ways the devil has been able to blind us from this is that we don't know that in the realm of the spirit, this has the highest percentage in manifesting the life of people. You are actually what you've been confessing all these years. Your future cannot change until you start changing what you confess. And what you confess also dominates what you say in your prayer life. Oh God, can you see how things have been all this while? God, may you visit me and change my story. Oh God, why am I my tears? Don't allow shame to come to me. Did he say you allow shame to come to you? We pray with emotions. We don't pray the mind of God. We don't pray the mind of God. And then we pray that way, I will be expecting God to act. God is not moved by your emotions. He is moved by his principles. Captain in his word. And over the years, I've learned that. I've learned that. I've learned that. It's a blessing. Go and look at the life of saints. Most of them knew this secret. Most of them knew this secret. So you have to take that aspect of your life very seriously. Mind what you say every day. What you are saying, is that what God is saying about you? He said, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. You are thinking A, I'm thinking Z. Can we start saying the same thing with him? That's what is called professional faith. Professional faith is that you are speaking in the same concern to what God has said. If God said you are blessed, you are blessed. If God says you are favored, you are favored. If God says it's well with you, it is well with you. No matter what the circumstances present to you. Don't say, ah, don't say it's well with me, but look at how my life is turned around. I don't even understand myself. 
I don't even understand myself. It's, a, it's an onslaught of negativity upon me. That thing you said can cancel the next three months and make the next three months useless for you. I'm telling you from reality. Don't say what you don't want to hash in your life. The Bible says when the sky is full of rain, it will empty itself. As you are saying every day, it's been captured. Whenever your own sky is full, all that you have said will come back to you. That's why Jesus said, by your words shall you be justified. By your words shall you be condemned. He said, every idle word that comes out of your mouth, you will account for it. And Jeremiah today, you see how he was able to perceive what the enemy was planning to do in the midst of the poor of Israel. And if you watch and read the life of the poor of Israel, you call that any time they grudged, any time they complained, any time they say negative things, God will strike them. They didn't commit any sin, but just saying negative things. They grumbled. They said they were tired. Moses, why do you bring us out here to come and die in this desert? We prefer to go and eat. God struck them. <laughs> because what they are saying is more heavier than even the actions we put up with sometimes. So we must gain this wisdom and begin to change our story. No matter how your environment is, you know, is going down. Always confess what God says concerning you. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Look at all the testimonies of David. All of them were testimonies of God's abundant goodness. He was running from Saul trying to kill him. And he was singing and saying, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He was running. Somebody is chasing him. And look at the prayer he was making. Even though I pass through the valleys or the shadows of death, I fear no evil. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronger of my life. Before whom will I shrink from? See in Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place on the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. All of them are all testimonies of the doings of God. And at every mass, we just say the Psalms. We don't learn what the Psalm communicates. As a matter of fact, the psalm each day gives you a key to what should dominate your tongue. What the psalm of today say? Eh? Uh huh. Say it again, let me hear you. You see, they have forgotten it. We are not even dismissed, man. They have forgotten it. Can we say, please say it, say it loud for us and let us say it again? Uh huh. Say it now. That is the key God has put in your mouth to be saying throughout today. Tomorrow he will give you another one. That's the reason for the responsible psalm. It's not just meant to fulfill all liturgical uh, celebration. You are being armed with the right word to say. In the midst of all what has happened, say this psalm. Just say it. In the midst of the ups and downs, say this. Don't go and be choosing your own words and say your own words. Because you will be complicating your issues. And this one will pray. That will gain wisdom and understanding. And that the power of God will be activated each time we say the right thing. To his own glory and for our own sanctification through Christ our Lord.